All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. So reports are out that this pending agreement that Pete Buttigieg, genius with a wealth of experience as the former mayor of South Bend, uh, telling us that we're very close to this Iranian deal. Reports are that it would give this the number one state sponsor of terror, give this regime $90 million. In other words, sanction relief to terrorists. This is more insane than the first deal Biden and Obama did, the first Iranian nuclear deal. Remember, that did not have any place, any time inspections. No American inspectors were ever allowed to check out the facilities. So this is now in play today. It has rightly angered OPEC uh, nations, uh, which is one of the reasons why they've been so resistant to help Joe Biden out by increasing production of energy. And by the way, they all know we're pretty stupid because they're pretty well aware of all the energy resources we have in this country that we ought to be doing. Um, if you look at justthenews.com, uh, they're reporting this as Russian and Iranian negotiators. They're actually celebrating Biden's concessions. He's so desperate to get Iranian oil, quote, a major diplomatic coup for Iran. So Russian, Iranian negotiators in the Vienna. Now, remember, the Iranians won't talk directly to the U.S. So who's brokering this deal? Russia. And it's happened. And anyway, they're giving each other high fives, laughing at how stupid Joe Biden is. And they're using the lead negotiator from Russia. And he said in a recent interview that Iran, Russia and China are aligned in the ongoing talks in Vienna. And Iran got much more than it could ever expect. Much more. Realistically speaking, Iran got more than, frankly, I ever expected or anyone else expected. It's just a matter of fact. Our Chinese friends were also very efficient and useful as co-negotiators. Why are we dealing with the world's worst characters in in brokering this deal, embracing this deal? Because Joe needs energy that bad. Now, look, I have pointed out the joke. On day one, canceled the Keystone XL pipeline, but gave Vladimir Putin the waiver for the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. He put a pause on new oil and gas leases on all federal lands. He added very stringent environmental restrictions on drilling on the wells that they keep bragging about that they know nothing about. Um, new rules on emissions. Then they stupidly joined the Paris Climate Agreement once again, which recognizes uh, countries like China and India as developing countries so they don't pay anywhere near the amount of money that we pay and we're talking about billions of dollars and of course he ended all exploration and drilling in Anwar and as our friends from the Amer- American Petroleum Institute have pointed out uh, these leases that they keep talking about are, are issued prior to exploration and sometimes they're dry sometimes they, it's not what they think that they are and they lose a lot of money now, there's one piece to this puzzle that nobody's talked about, and we're going to talk to Dory Gold, or our friend, in a minute, um, and that's why did Joe Biden decide to put a stop to the East Mediterranean pipeline when he had been a vocal supporter? Now, this pipeline would have allowed another supplier to our European and NATO allies cutting out these bad actors like Venezuela. I can't believe he sent emissaries to Venezuela to to negotiate with that murdering thug Maduro, but he did, uh, and Russia, and not be beholden to OPEC. And the permissions for participation in the effort were withdrawn in January 22nd of this year. Now, while he was vice president, 
Joe Biden was a vocal supporter of the Eastern Mediterranean gas pipeline. That would connect Israel's offshore gas reserves directly to Europe. The long-planned project that would run from Israel waters through Cyprus and Greece, then on to Europe, had bipartisan U.S. support. But as President Biden had a change of heart because he had to give in to these new Green Deal, you know, you know, radical socialist climate cult alarmists. Anyway, here to spell it all out, nobody else has talked about it, is uh, our friend Ambassador Dory Gold is with us, former U.N. Ambassador, President of the Jerusalem Center for Public Affairs, gave me one of the the most educational tours of the old city uh, that I've ever had in my life. How are you, sir? Sean, it's good to hear your voice. You've been a friend for many years. Terrible times. uh, These are really bad times. Did you ever imagine that we'd be in this position where up to yesterday we're importing oil still from Russia after it invades Ukraine, we're doing this idiotic deal with Iran, and we're begging them for their oil. Now we're begging venezuela for their oil and we have more natural resources than than we know what to do with if ever we tap into them well my little element in this uh, discussion is that your friend israel has gas and it has oil in the mediterranean huge amounts and we have american companies that have taken interest in that. Right now we have Chevron that has become the latest partner for exploiting that oil and that gas. But unfortunately, um, the administration has moved away from this pipeline that would have brought this eastern Mediterranean gas, which is what the Europeans desperately need. It would have brought that gas to Europe. And for whatever reason, it's inexplainable the uh, U.S. support for it. Now, the U.S. didn't have to pay a penny for that pipe. The ones who have been putting money into feasibility studies, etc., the ones who have been doing that have been the Europeans, the European Union. They have been actually very helpful. But once the United States says, no, we don't want it, then everybody pulls back. Can you go to a bank afterward and get money to build this pipeline? Can you get support for it? No, you can't. It's a big problem. And so you have this ironic situation where a pipeline under the Baltic Sea supplying Russian gas to Germany was supported. But a pipeline under the Mediterranean supplying Israeli gas was opposed. And I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Can I ask you, how far did we get in terms of building out this pipeline? Well, it's still very preliminary, but you can it can be done by 2025. That's the target date. That's not far away. Anyway, that's not far away. And, and it would be certainly be an extremely useful negotiating chip against countries that hate both Israel and the United States. We, we, we tend to be hated by the same people. Yes, we are. You know, for example... There's another Mediterranean country that has oil and gas. It's called Algeria. It was always in the hard left camp. Well, you can take Algerian gas. Good luck. But you'll have some kind of leverage from getting mishandled by Algeria if you have other sources of gas. Do you know one of the reasons why all of a sudden Erdogan of Turkey is interested in Israel is because of the eastern Mediterranean gas. So... You know, you've got this asset, you've got an ally, but for some reason, somebody in the U.S. government is convincing 
uh, officials to run after the gas of the bad guys of Iran, of Venezuela. And, you know, you've got the gas of the good guys who will treat you well. Don't get it. You know, it, it, it's mind-numbing to me, um, and you're such a... Uh, we've had such a good relationship, and, and it's sad to me on a lot of levels because I don't think we ever had uh, better relations as as allied countries uh, but between the U.S. and Israel when Prime Minister Netanyahu represented your country and Donald Trump represented this country. I don't think we've ever had a better relationship, and it was getting stronger by the day, ending with the Abraham Accords, as you know, um, but there was so much more that we could have done together, um, and some of it offensive and, and some of it defensive. But but certainly it would have been in, in both our countries' best national security interest to accomplish it. The idea that the United States of America is even talking to the number one state sponsor of terror and your biggest threat and our biggest threat and the world's biggest threat, Iran, is beyond any comprehension I have. This is a country that is pledged to wipe your country, Israel, off the map. This is a country that is pledged to wipe the United States off the map. And they're constantly chanting death to Israel and death to America. So we have a common enemy here. Even the Saudis are are smart enough to understand that a nuclear-armed Iran is a threat to the entire region. Well, look what's been happening in Saudi Arabia and in the Middle East. The Iranians have been helping these Houthi rebels in Yemen. The Houthis have been taking Iranian-built um, oh, missiles, as well as uh, other types of uh, projectiles, and shooting them in the heart of Riyadh, the capital of Saudi Arabia. They've been hitting Aramco facilities, cutting back the oil production in Saudi Arabia. And that's been happening in the last two years. You know, uh, and that has been, and that's an Iranian-sponsored proxy war against the Saudis. Now, it was Correct. reported yesterday, Doria, I don't know if you saw it, but Saudi Arabia and the UAE and other countries decided that they're not even going to call Biden back. They rejected calls from the president because of his partnership now with Iran. I mean, it's inexplicable. I... I, I I never thought this could happen yet again, and even this time it's going to be worse than the first Iranian deal, because the first Iranian deal, as you're very well aware, did not have any place, any time inspections. No American in inspectors were allowed, and it still allowed the Iranians by 2025 to enrich enough uranium that they could literally have a nuclear weapon. Well, this is why it was very unpopular, and it was very tough. But our former Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, took such a strong stand against the JCPOA, the Iran deal. And he understood clearly what that deal could have produced, what it was producing. It was not producing peace. You know, Tony Blair, the former British Prime Minister, has a think tank in London. And they issued a report right after the JCPOA showing that the money... That was that the JCPOA unleashed because the sanctions were turned off, um, led to massive funding of pro-Iranian terror organizations around the whole Middle Eastern region. I don't. E I, I don't mean, even need a report. If they sign this deal, 
If they do this deal, the exact same thing is going to happen. Uh, the United States will be funding the, the, the next round of terrorism around the world. They're the number one state sponsor of terror. Um, we should be isolating them, not helping them. And on top of it, now you have an unholy alliance with China, Iran, and Russia. Uh, that's a chilling alliance in my mind. Well, all of this can be averted by having correct policy. And let's start with gas. Let's make sure, because gas is really critical for the Europeans. Let's now drive down the price of gas. That should be the policy. So that, um, first of all, it'll be cheaper. But second of all, there won't be extra funds available for all kinds of uh, uh, problematic activities that uh, Iran and its allies engage in. So, simple supply and demand. Cut I've been the saying the same thing. And that way, uh, you'll be in a much better position. All right, quick break. More with former Ambassador Dory Gold as we discuss a solution, an energy solution for our European allies, and that is the Eastern Mediterranean Gas Pipeline. Anyway, we'll talk more about that, other solutions, and your calls, 800-941-SEAN, coming up straight ahead. Broadcasting coast to coast, border to border, and all over America. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-94-BIBLE. That's 844-94-BIBLE. 844-94-BIBLE. Hi, my name's Joe Cordell. Sometimes in divorce, courts require the higher earner to pay to the other party what's called spousal support or alimony. Usually this order can be modified in certain circumstances, but such modifications are often complicated and are best entrusted to attorneys that are well acquainted with such matters. Remember, you're not alone. 866-DADS-LAW, 701 Eastgate Drive, Suite 310, Mount Laurel, New Jersey, 08054. Diana Magala, licensed in New York and New Jersey. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. CordellCordell.com. Bear the rescue dog had very flaky skin, dropping a lot of fur, and Lavette wanted to do steroid injections. I was at a dead end. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Probably six weeks after we started using Dynavite, no more flaky skin. He doesn't scratch and itch. It was awesome. You get some Dynavite, how happy your dog will be. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dynavite for 90 days. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
We continue now with Ambassador Dory Gold talking about this Eastern Mediterranean gas pipeline uh, that Joe Biden once supported that could help supply energy to our NATO and Western European allies that he no longer supports. Now, your current prime minister promised that he would not partner um, with with certain groups in Israel and ended up partnering to form this very fragile alliance of a government that exists now in Israel. My understanding is if that one member of the Knesset flips and decides to support Prime Minister, former Prime Minister Netanyahu, that he could be Prime Minister again. Is that true? He could be Prime Minister again. That is true. Is What do you think the odds of that happening are? It's hard to say. You know, Israeli politics, even if you live here, even if you read the papers every day, are very hard to predict. But he, I think Mr. Um, Bennett. Uh, Mr. Bennett has a very fragile coalition. It is it is an amazingly fragile coalition. I can't even believe it's lasted this long. I don't think it'll last much longer. Um, and hopefully the people of Israel will see that the strength of Prime Minister Netanyahu is needed now more than ever. Uh, Dory Gold, we love having you. You're a dear friend. Uh, I appreciate you more than you know. Thank you, sir, for being with us. It's great hearing you, and uh, let's keep the West strong. Well, the first one thing they can do is this Eastern Mediterranean gas pipeline. That'd be a good idea. A good start. Bringing BB back would be even better. Thank you, sir. A lot of you know that I learned to use a firearm when I was 10, 11 years old, and I was a pistol marksman in a fairly short order. Uh, and people are asking me all the time, you know, tell me about what kind of guns you like, what is you know, what I need for self-defense, for home, et cetera, et cetera. I always say, well, first get trained in the safety and use of any firearm. Then I tell them about Henry repeating arms, and you can start to learn about Henry at HenryUSA.com. They're going to send you a free catalog, free decals, a list of dealers where you are. Uh, I actually have a collection that has numerous Henrys in it, over 200 models of rifles, shotguns you can choose from. You can't beat their performance. When you take a Henry out, mine were all accurate right out of the box. That's not always the case with other manufacturers. It's made in America, not made at all. It's a family-owned business. These are real great people and wonderful patriots. They give back to vets and our military and first responders, sick kids, you name it. They're helping their community all the time. And if you're in the market for a high-quality American-made firearm, just check out HenryUSA.com. That's one word. You get a free catalog, free decals, uh, decals and a list of dealers where you live. HenryUSA.com. You're going to love this company. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. It's unbelievable, as I watch the coverage of the mob and the media, and now they're great at talking about how evil, and he is evil, Vladimir Putin is. They're real good at that. They're not good at, at any analysis as how this impacts the American people, how we got to this point how preventable all of this was and how bad this potentially can get. They're not, they're not going to those questions in those areas. They're not examining with any, any real intellectual acumen the danger of this new Iranian deal. They're not contemplating what China's going to do. They're not, they're not even really phased, it seems, that emissaries of Biden went to Caracas in Venezuela to talk to the murdering thug dictator there. 
You know, the idea that we'll replace the imported Russian oil with Venezuelan oil or Iranian oil or, you know, finally the UAE said, all right, we'll produce a little bit more oil, Joe. You're a pain in our, our ass, but we'll do it anyway. And they're probably not going to do very much because the Saudis and the OPEC nations generally are disgusted and appalled that Joe Biden is is sucking up to the mullahs in Iran and Reports now show that this deal will unleash $90 billion to the Iranian mullahs, the same people that chant death to Israel, death to America, and threaten to wipe Israel and America off the map. And it is unconscionable, especially with any depth or knowledge or understanding that America has more energy resources than all of these countries combined we don't need a drop of their oil. We don't need any of their gas. We can be energy independent, a net exporter of energy. And if we really ratchet up our supplies, we can we can have a dramatic impact on financially destroying Vladimir Putin and helping out our European and NATO allies. But that's not on the table. And that's not anything they discuss either. Seems that they just don't want to dig any deeper because... It makes Joey look bad. But if Donald Trump, I promise you this, ever thought about having these kind of discussions with the Iranians. Matter of fact, let me let me go to Donald Trump and remind you. And we've been playing this now. Donald Trump calls out Germany. He was at the U.N. at the time and their reliance on Russian energy. And then the camera pans to the German delegation and they're laughing their ass off. Maybe I'll show it again on TV tonight. It's worth watching again. Just just listen to what Donald Trump is saying here. Reliance on a single foreign supplier can leave a nation vulnerable to extortion and intimidation. That is why we congratulate European states such as Poland for leading the construction of a Baltic pipeline so that nations are not dependent on Russia to meet their energy needs. Germany will become totally dependent on Russian energy if it does not immediately change course. Here in the Western Hemisphere, we are committed to maintaining our independence from the encroachment of expansionist foreign powers. Now, the German delegation started laughing. Linda, I sent you that tape very early yesterday. And they, they, were, they, they thought that was hilarious, that they were getting called out by, ha-ha, Donald Trump. Guess what Vladimir Putin is doing now? He's threatening to stop shipping, import, exporting energy into Germany. Now, fully Europe's gas, natural gas, 40% of it comes from Russia. He has the ability to destroy all of these economies and we're not in the position we should be in which we're capable of being in of filling that void and providing their energy needs what do i always say about energy it's the lifeblood of the world's economy and then donald trump made this prediction we have more oil than anybody okay and it's uh, an incredible thing that it's happened over the last few years a lot of great things and you're paying what two dollars a gallon for your gasoline that's okay you know what that's like that's like a tax cut that's bigger than a tax cut if biden got in you'd be paying seven dollars eight dollars nine dollars didn't they say get rid of your car 
Last night we had Sarah Carter out in California. It was six ninety five a gallon. Guess Donald Trump was right again. But the fact that there's not even the opportunity to convince the the, the climate alarmist cultists that are the new Green Deal Democratic Socialist about the fa- the, the the pure idiocy of their policies. Now they say that that. They don't want the use of fossil fuels, but yet Joey is importing hundreds of uh, millions of barrels from Russia and OPEC, and now he's in discussions with Iran and Venezuela. What the hell difference does it make to Mother Earth if you drill for oil in Caracas and Venezuela or Iran or uh, OPEC nations or or Saudi Arabia or Russia? What difference does it make? Or in America? The difference would be if we're energy independent, we're the master of our own destiny. We get to dictate, we increase the world supply of energy, and guess what? The cost goes down. So that would help with Biden's 40-year high of inflation. I'm giving him the answer that could that could prevent him from being completely demolished in the midterm elections. Because people might say now that they're willing to pay a little more for gasoline. That's not going to last very long, I promise you. People are going to get very angry because when you look at the estimates, what inflation is doing to the average American household, Wharton School of Business says it's what anywhere between thirty five hundred and five thousand dollars per household that you're paying more as a result of his energy economic policies. Now they're saying when you add up the monies that you will be paying additionally for higher gas prices and the impact, the ripple effect of that, that that high gas number, then that means that's another two to three thousand dollars a year. Americans can't afford eight thousand dollars more a year uh, that they were paying less under Donald Trump. And this is the guy that says, "Oh, I'm not going to raise taxes for people who don't make under four hundred thousand dollars a year." Uh, guess what he's doing? His policies are making it even worse than that by far. All right, 800-941-SHAWN is our number. Mike is in California. What the hell are you doing in California, Mike? You need to get out of there. What's going on? Unfortunately, I moved from Arizona, but I was born here, so I had to come back because when the pandemic happened, I got pretty strung out out there. But I want to talk about that convoy. I'm a 10-year truck driver, and I just want to say to Freedom Trucker Convoy, do not blockade anymore. It's only... uh, causing chaos out there. We need to stay home. If we want to protest against the uh, mandates and anything else they've put forward, stay home. They'll be calling us left and right. Our phones will be ringing off the hook. Let me tell you something. Without you guys, we're done. (laughs) Will you do me a favor? Will you make an occasional trip to my neighborhood? Anything I can do, I'll pay extra. I'll give you a tip. I'll give you a Christmas present. Uh, I'll buy your kids a, an Xbox, whatever you need. Yes, sir. <laughs> but, you know, that's true. You know, it's really tough for your industry right now, getting spare parts. You know, these I, I know people in the trucking business, good friends of mine, and that they're having a hard time getting that you can't get a new truck because they're not available. They're not able to produce them fast enough. They don't have enough of the the semiconductors even to make them it's like the same thing with the car companies and then then you have the issue of okay if a truck goes down finding a spare part has become very difficult 
Uh, so we have fewer truck trucks on the road. Are you an independent operator or you work for a company? What do you do? I would never be an own operator in California, sir. Too much. <laughs> I don't blame you. That's a good answer. Anyway, Mike, thank you for what you do, my friend. God bless you. Uh, Andrew's in Kentucky. What's up, Andrew? How are you, sir? It's fine, Sean. How are you? I'm good, man. Glad you called. Yes, sir. I've been a small business owner for 35 years. This Can I ask me, you what kind of business? I'm in the automotive service industry. And uh, Does that mean like you have your own repair shop? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I have several of them, yep. I used to like the good old days when I knew my local mechanic. Cool guy. Became yeah. friends with him. Yeah. Learned a lot from him. Yeah. Sure. Sure, you bet. But this administration is absolutely destroying the American small business owners. Um, you know, we, we had to go through the pandemic. Of course, everybody did. Um, then when we do finally get start opening back up, we can't find employees. It's, it's hard to get help, extremely hard to get help. And now with these high gas prices, Every consumable, every product we sell and every product we use is going up. You've got to pass this on to the consumer. You it's, can't it's make less money or you can't keep your doors open. That's just no. a, that's just an economic reality. Yeah. I, and yeah. you're paying more to get every product product delivered to your store. And you, you just you're not able to eat the, the extra cost because it's massive. And so that means everything we buy at every store we go to, we're all paying more for. It's not your fault. I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, Biden, when he addressed the nation the other day, you know, pay employees more. I'm all about that. I'm all about that. But his suggestion was, as we cut our costs, how in the world can we cut our costs right now? Well, I don't <laughs> I don't think we. I don't think you can. I mean, that's the point. How do you cut it? Another thing. Let's say, uh, you know, an eighteen dollar an hour employee, or let's go with twenty dollar an hour employee. For the legit small business owner, that twenty dollar an hour employee costs about twenty four or twenty five dollars an hour by the time everything is paid out. It is. It is impacting small business, big business. It is impacting every industry. Um, I, I don't know what to say, except I cannot believe all of this was so preventable and it's all fixable, but the bad news is the real fix has to come in November of 2024. We'll be able to stop the bleeding. It's sort of like if your boat is taking on water, first thing you got to do is you got to plug up the hole then you can start sure. bailing it out. November of 2022 is plugging up the hole to really have an impact and shift gears and change policies, well, that's going to take a Republican House, Senate, and a Republican president to do it. Otherwise, so we, we've got three more, a little less than three long years of this, and I shudder to think how bad it might get. You know, O'Reilly yes, said something uh, earlier in the program today. You know, I'm, uh, he's advising his O'Reilly uh, fans at BillOReilly.com to – stock up on stuff and, and have it at your house. Um, I don't think it's a dumb idea. Um, I've stocked up over the years. I, I have emergency food that would last, you know, for six, eight months. 
you know, not the best stuff in the world. I really don't even want to try it. Never mind eat it. Uh, I have a lot of water available. Um, I also have, uh, well, the means to protect myself. I'm not a real prepper, but I'm a mini prepper. Right, Linda? We've joked about this in the past. Oh, yeah. Uh, Many times. Linda's a zero prepper. That's not true. She's a, well, you're a tiger mom. I mean, God forbid if anyone says anything, does anything to poor little Liam. My gosh. God help well, Liam. Liam's a bruiser. I'm, I'm raising him to be very, uh, very aware. <laughs> okay. No, but I mean, I feel sorry for Andrew. Thanks for the call, but I feel sorry for guys like Andrew. He's trying to do the best he can. He's got employees that depend on him, and he's got customers that he wants to serve, and he's now put in the position. He doesn't want to raise prices because as a result, he's probably going to, in the end, lose business. He wants to be competitive, but it's hard to be competitive when these conditions are thrust upon you, the border was preventable. Running out of COVID tests and monoclonals was preventable. The economic inflation of 40-year high was preventable. You know, energy independence, we didn't have to give that up, and we did. This whole issue with Russia didn't have to happen. The Afghanistan debacle on top of that. And a president that doesn't know today's Wednesday. I mean, it's it's about as bad as it can be in my head. 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Look, if COVID wasn't bad enough, well, now we all need to be on the lookout for fake, unregulated, these pop-up COVID testing sites. Why? Because identity thieves have figured out how to use them to harvest personal information with no intention of ever giving you the COVID test result. Remember, never pay or give out your Social Security number to receive a COVID test. Now, these cyber criminals are all over the place. LifeLock.com sees the threats you would otherwise miss on your own. And by the way, they also will scour the dark web on your behalf to see if personal information of yours is compromised. If it is, you get an alert. If your identity is stolen, you get a restoration specialist dedicated just to you. It's a very low, inexpensive annual rate. LifeLock by Norton. And today you'll save an additional 25% off your first year by calling 1-800-LIFELOCK or going on the web to lifelock.com and using the promo code Hannity. So to protect your good name and reputation and your finances and your credit score, 1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com, promo code Hannity. Digging deep to expose how the government wastes your money each and every day. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? 
Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Right, that's going to wrap things up for today. We have full, complete, comprehensive coverage you will never get from the media mob of all what's going on with Ukraine, the battle over energy. Why in the world is Joe Biden begging Venezuela, OPEC, and Iran for oil? It's it's so twisted. It's so sick. I can't even believe it. Uh, we'll, we'll debunk the lies that Joe Biden and company have been telling uh, about his energy policies with the American Petroleum Institute, John Ratcliffe, Jim Jordan, Mark Meadows, Kaylee McEnany, oh, and Peter Ducey on his exchange with Jen Psaki. 9 Eastern tonight. See you then. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible.